So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. Um, I wanted to quickly mention, um, because the day this episode comes out is November 24th, which means that in two days I'm getting on a plane and I'm going to Austin, Texas, and that means three days on Saturday, November 27th, I am having a private dinner. Uh, I still have, I think, a spot left. I'm not sure. I don't know how many spots I have left, but there is some room if you're interested, Uh, and this private dinner is really a chance for you to get some of my secrets on recovery. It's a chance for you to meet just a few other people who are on this journey as well and from the area. And it really is, ultimately, it's a chance for you to take what you're doing so far and pour gasoline on that fire and really take it to the next level. So if that's interesting to you, you can reach out to to me. Uh, You just have to email us, podcast at sathiasam.com, and uh, we will uh, probably vet you just a little bit to figure out your situation, and then we'll give you some details. And um, and then it'd be really fun to, to meet you in person and to have a private dinner with you and help you get past some of your obstacles in the recovery journey and really see you take things to the next level in your own life and in your key relationships. So if that's something that's interesting to you, podcast at sathiasam.com. Today we are talking about the hidden benefit of social media and recovery. Uh, A fascinating subject. If you've been listening to me for any period of time, you know how rigid and how um, structured I am around social media usage and I did a whole episode on it I explained that you know I don't um, I don't have social media on my phone Um, and right now I'm trying to be a little bit more active on Instagram so I will actually download it do what I need to do and then I delete the app Um, but generally speaking I don't have I don't have anything else on my phone I've never even really created a lot of these other accounts um, like Snapchat and and that kind of thing Um, and on my laptop, I have a Chrome extension that only lets me go on social media 15 minutes a day uh, for a certain two-hour chunk of the day from 12 to 2. That's when I usually check my social media. I give myself a little bit of a reward because uh, I work pretty hard in the mornings and, um, and I can only do it for 15 minutes anyway. And so that's when I'll check my Facebook messages and I check Instagram, although I don't really check Instagram that way right now because like I said, um, I download the app and I really only use the app in that window as well, so I still keep it all kind of coalesced. But anyway, all of this is to say is that I'm very careful with how I use social media. And um, I think because of that, you know, the impression that you probably get is social media is bad, uh, avoid social media like the plague, and, you know, the more free you are, the less you're going to use social media. None of those things are really true. And what I actually um, uncovered from downloading Instagram onto my phone daily. That's a daily thing. Not daily, but I guess every weekday. Um, I'm doing that right now. I'm downloading Instagram. Um, you know, I'm responding to messages. I'm making a couple posts. I usually comment on some other people that I'm following. Um, it's a great way to connect with some of my friends back home as well while we're in Jamaica. And then, you know, I delete the app. And while I've been sort of getting into this regular routine, 
I have identified myself um, relating poorly with social media and also making a really useful discovery. And the process that led me to this useful discovery is the hidden benefit that I want to share with you today. Now, to really understand the role that social media plays in recovery, you have to understand this concept called edging. Edging is um, language that we have used to describe the process that you and I go through when we are sort of craving that dopamine hit. So we kind of want the arousal, we want the reward, we want the thrill, we want the pleasure. And rather than going straight to it, you know, rather than jumping from a one where like things are just chill and we're minding our business and we're pretty regulated to a five where we're like binging on porn or something like that, we edge. So we go from a level one to a level two. Level two maybe means that you check some emails, a minor dopamine hit, not nothing crazy. A level three is, you know, you start to scroll through a social media feed and maybe that leads you to watching a couple of videos on YouTube. And a level four is, you know, you start looking for just sort of racier and racier content where you're hoping that maybe you'll see something, but you also kind of hope you don't because you don't want to go there, but it's not enough to stop you from doing it. And you continue to just push yourself a little further and a little further and a little further until lo and behold, you're at a five and you're making a decision that you know you're going to regret later. Social media is often the catalyst of edging. It, it, it is probably the, the most common thing that leads us to edging. Not the only thing, okay? Don't be fooled. It's not like if you remove social media, you're never going to edge. Your brain will find other ways if you don't regulate it. But social media is probably one of the easiest ways that we edge. And I, I've caught myself doing this a bunch of times where it's like I, I just, you know, it's like I don't even think about it, but I, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go check, check it again. Or... Um, I've even downloaded it again a couple times. So like I, you know, I downloaded it at noon or around that time. I did my usual little kind of routine thing on Insta. I delete the app. I go work for a few more hours and then I'm like, I'm unwinding. I throw on some Seinfeld. I'm like on this big Seinfeld binge right now. I love Seinfeld. Don't get me started on Seinfeld. It's already a little bit too late. I love Seinfeld so much. Um, and then I'll just like, ah, you know, it can't hurt to just follow up on a couple messages. So I re-download the app and I'm like scrolling again and I caught myself like, oh my gosh, what, what am I doing? I'm, I'm like, I'm edging like really bad right now and kind of justifying it because it's for work purposes or something else. When in reality, I'm just letting my brain go into that gear, heading down that path that I know will eventually lead to poor decisions. Now, uh, for me, you know, a level five these days is not watching porn. Like I'm very far removed from that. In, in theory, it's there and I would never want to like, um, get too confident or too ahead of myself. I think it's important to stay humble in that regard. But um, at the same time, because it's so far removed, I don't want to make the mistake of validating a level five activity because it's not porn. So, uh, so for me, a level five activity might be like just incessant scrolling. Um, it might be just um, looking through stories and even just uh, looking through stories of you know people that I find attractive or that kind of thing. Um, it, it could even just be that I start to numb. I really start to numb out and um, I go into these cycles on my phone sometimes. This is when I know it's really bad 
where it's like I scroll social media. Okay, there's no new, no new messages there. And then I go and I open my messages app. The app, there's no new messages there. And then I go and open WhatsApp. No new messages there. And then I go to Voxer. Uh, no new messages there. And then I go to ca- my calendar. Uh, what else do I have today? Okay, there's no new calendar events for tomorrow. You know, and I can just get in this thing where I'm looking for like what's new, what's new, what's next, which as we talked about in a recent episode is, you know, the epitome of addiction. And, um, you know, all to say is I've caught myself in the trap of social media in my attempt to, you know, just kind of further my social media presence. And it's been super, super frustrating. But, but, you knew there was a but coming, but there is a hidden benefit because social media, when we catch ourselves engaging with social media in a dangerous way, it can actually reveal some of the roots that are at play in our toxic behavior without us engaging in the toxic behavior. Now, that's a really important statement that you probably need to hear one more time. Social media reveals some of the roots causing toxic behavior without us actually engaging the toxic behavior. So the need for connection, intimacy, engagement, validation, etc. These things are often driving us to watch porn and they're also driving us to scroll through our social media feeds. So if you start to pay attention to how you relate with social media, you can actually learn a lot about the state of affairs within. And in doing so, you might have actually stopped yourself from relapsing because as you check your, your social media messages for the umpteenth time that day, you realize, oh my gosh, I'm actually, I'm just super connection deprived. So for me, it, it was actually that I, I miss home. Like I just, I miss my friends at home. I miss my family at home. I miss, you know, my couch and my office and all of the comforts of my home. And it's not often I have these thoughts, but there was one particular day where, you know, I was really missing it. And I just caught myself on social media, not looking for anything racy, but actually just trying to connect with people back home, you know, wanting to feel like I had some touch points. But I didn't realize that right away because mixed in there were some work-related messages and, you know, some reshares on my story. And, you know, I was kind of doing a bunch of different things and realizing, oh my gosh, the reason I'm sticking around here and scrolling and refreshing and replying is actually because I, I'm just looking for a little bit of connection back home because I miss home, I miss the comfort of it, and I'm kind of just trying to find that. So that was really insightful for me because what it allowed me to do is, is to go, whoa, 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 wait a minute, okay. Well, yes, social media does offer that, but maybe there's a better way I can get it. And so I reached out to a couple friends. Hey, what are you up to? You got time for a chat in the next couple of weeks? We'd love to catch up. And boom, we have a time scheduled. And now I feel like not only am I aware of the underlying need, what was kind of driving this thing in the first place, but I have a reliable solution in place so I can breathe a sigh of relief. Okay, this is not going to be an ongoing thing. I have something to look forward to, something that's going to help me in this area. And I can go back to relating with social media strictly in a professional way and ultimately in a way that's healthy and going to serve me instead of hurt me. So that is the hidden benefit of social media and recovery is that if you actually start to pay attention to how you engage with it 
and why you're engaging with it the way you're engaging with it. Sorry, that was engaging with it a lot of, a lot of times in one sentence, but hopefully you, you caught the gist of it. If you can start to understand where all of this is coming from and what's actually driving your interest in social media in the first place, what it might actually do is reveal to you the root causes of your pursuit of pornography as well. And what that enables you to do, this is, this is really empowering stuff, guys, because when you become aware of it, now you can ask yourself, well, what is a healthier way to experience comfort, to experience validation, to experience connection? But if you're not aware of that need, if, if you try to tell yourself that social media is just innocent scrolling and that you're just killing a couple minutes or you're just replying to a couple things because it's work-related, if, if you try to convince yourself that's all you're doing, then you actually rob yourself of the opportunity to better understand yourself and to possibly prevent a relapse. So if you're going to keep social media in your life, which I think is fine, I don't recommend it in the early stages of recovery, but if you want to, that's fine. But make sure that you pay careful attention to how you're engaging with it and why you're engaging with it. And this is why our first pillar of recovering the deep clean methodology is self-awareness. Because once you're aware, it can be repaired. But without that awareness, without that understanding, you are basically in the dark. And you're convincing yourself and, and sort of justifying these toxic behaviors without giving yourself an opportunity to address their cause. So anyway, that's everything for today, guys. That's a hidden benefit of social media in recovery. And I hope this added some value to you. I hope you find some interest in it. And I do want to let you know that um, we are working on getting some more information out about the book. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to be posting about that uh, pretty soon here, uh, probably early December. I'm super excited to share with you. Great things ahead, guys. Really excited. Thank you for listening. Have an amazing day. I'm going to talk to you guys really, really soon. I can't wait. See you then. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sophia again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a rating or review on your podcast platform. Now, I want to take this final moment to invite you to something that I'm really excited about, our deep clean VIP community. Here's the deal. We saw that in this space of manhood, sexuality, and faith, there are a lot of unasked questions. They range from relationships to sex to male anatomy, calling, career, and everything in between. We create a deep clean VIP for men like you who want regular coaching from me, VIP access to our podcast guests where you get to interact with some of the world's leading experts in men's health, a monthly seminar, and a community of men from around the world pursuing success in life and integrity in sexuality. Deep Clean VIP provides answers to your deepest questions, hope for a full recovery, and the necessary tools to make that full recovery a reality. If you're ready to take things to the next level, I want you to stop what you're doing right now and sign up for Deep Clean VIP at www.sathiasam.com slash deepcleanvip. The link is in the show notes, but let me give it one more time. That's www.sathiasam.com slash deepcleanvip. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk. 